Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back, lawyers, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Jezoshek, and I'm the CPA and founder over at Jetro, which is a digital accounting firm servicing small and solo law firms across the country, helping them with accounting, bookkeeping, taxes, and payroll. Now, on this week's episode, I want to introduce you to Mike Hudkins, who is another CPA on our staff. And I think you're going to find uh, the background and history of Mike extremely valuable. So Mike's going to be a frequent host on here, um, as well as coming on with me and talking about various topics for you. So I wanted to make sure that you introduce that we introduced him, so you can get an idea of where he comes from when you're when he's talking on the podcast. So Mike, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Mike. I appreciate that. Yeah. So give the audience, you know, let's start off just giving a little background about kind of your history, your career, where you've been, where you started. So give the audience a little kind of insights on, you know. A little bit about your career background. I started uh, in public accountancy back in Indiana uh, several years ago. Uh, I was a founding, the founding partner of a CPA firm uh, uh, in a little town called Greencastle, Indiana, uh, while I was uh, uh, concurrently teaching accounting, uh, accountancy at DePaul University there in, in, the, in Greencastle. And uh, the, what I found is that, that the administration of an accounting firm and the, the uh, similarities between the administration of a law firm were, were, you know, were quite uh, obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the, 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 the product being different, but other than that, there's, a, there's just a lot of similarities between the administration and management of those two entities. So uh, I found that to be a natural progression and then had an opportunity to move uh, into law uh, firm administration. Um, And uh, my first uh, foray into that was uh, with a Florida East Coast firm, uh, a larger firm of 50 lawyers and and 50 non-lawyer personnel, five different locations as their chief financial officer. And uh, there is, of course, uh, when you're dealing with five locations and uh, and 100 personnel, there's just a a lot of things involved in addition to just the treasury functions and so forth. Um, One of the things that I was highly involved in uh, with them is uh, we went from a, uh, it was like a mini mainframe kind of a thing to a distributive environment with PCs and we changed the entire uh, technical platform from not only just the uh, uh, the technology itself, but the but the uh, uh, software platforms and and uh, uh, all the all the functionality of that as well. Um, and uh, then that led me to uh, after uh, uh, several years of that, I moved uh, into the. Uh, um, administration as the first firm administrator of a firm in Asheville, North Carolina. And uh, that was very interesting. It was a, a bit of a smaller firm. It's 20, 22 lawyers, I think, and about 30 uh, non-lawyer personnel. Uh, it had uh, two locations as well. And uh, begun uh, uh, in the course of all of this, 
strategic planning initiatives with some of these uh, entities, particularly starting back as CFO. And um, that got, uh, I, I was appointed by my new uh, managing partner in the law firm in, in Asheville to the uh, uh, practice management section of, of the, say, the, the uh, anyway, the law practice management section of the ABA. And I got appointed um, um, to the finance core section as well. And uh, they asked uh, my managing partner and I if we wouldn't uh, co-write a, a text on strategic planning because it was very much a hot topic and very much in demand. So Tom and I uh, worked uh, diligently for about a year and put together this book that was published by the American Bar Association back in 2004, I think is when it was released. It's called The, uh, uh, the Lawyer's Guide to Strategic Planning. Okay. And uh, it's one of those, um, you know, softback books and so forth that they do over time that they overcharge for and so forth. But uh, it was, a, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of content in it. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the strategic planning process is uh, something that um, most law, law firms don't, haven't been involved in and certainly need to be involved in. And that's one thing we can address in a lot greater detail. Yeah. No, that's great. You know, one thing that uh, I think is really going to be valuable to listeners is that your experience, most of your career has been either in public accounting. And as you kind of mentioned, that's really is very similar to uh, the practice of, of law. Um, but then, you know, in inside that you've been focused heavily on law firms of all sizes. So you kind of mentioned being a CFO of a very large firm, helping a smaller firm. And then even having experience working with those solos or, you know, one to four lawyers. And I think that taking that, you know, combined experience is really going to be where we're going to be able to provide some really good value, value with, with some of the experience that you have in that, in those areas. Um, most of our talks on this podcast, as, as listeners know, are going to be related to fairly smaller law firms. So solo to one to five partner type law firms, but because you have some of that in-depth experience and some of that, the strategic planning side, there's things that we can take from your experience with bigger firms and relate to that to these smaller firms. So I think that's going to be where it's really valuable that even though some of these strategies that you were doing with really big firms, we can take that strategy and show it how it's relevant to even a smaller firm. And so the idea is not just helping with the accounting and tax and tax strategies, but we're looking over and beyond that. How can we help grow your firm? How can we help with strategic planning? So that's really where this podcast is really going to be help out for you, for your listeners is that bringing Mike's experience into here provides an intense amount of value that, um, that is really going to help us expand this into various areas that we know you're struggling with, that we know that you need help with. And that's our goal is to kind of provide that assistance. Yeah, that, that uh, dovetails into probably the last bit of uh, experiences that I've had uh, in law firm administration, where I was uh, what's called a, a managing partner uh, in, a, in a firm called How to Manage a Small Law Firm. And we dealt exclusively with solo lawyers and uh, uh, small law firms of, of say, up, up to five lawyers, and oftentimes just one owner, sometimes two owners. And again, that was a consulting position where we dealt with everything that was involved in a, in a small 
uh, in a solo law firm and a small law firm, uh, including marketing and strategic planning and profitability enhancement. And sometimes it was handholding. Sometimes, sometimes it was just a shoulder to cry on and a lot of different things. But uh, one of the things that, that we've found that it, when you start dealing with, with firms of this size, uh, the great big consulting firms can no more deal with the lawyers at this size than we can with dealing with firms of three and 400 lawyers. So, you know, it's, it's the, the solo and the small firms are very unique and they have unique problems. And you, you think you, you need to have um, unique experiences to address those problems. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And that's really kind of why we have, have, have niched into this, this solo and small law firm areas because taking the experience that you have and knowing that the problems that they're running through, um, you know, they need someone that understands those struggles. And so being kind of a generalist accountant, someone that just handles every and all businesses, it's hard to really dig deep into those struggles because you're working with all sorts of, all sorts of businesses. Uh, but being able to specialize and having that experience and knowing the workings of an inner and small and solo law firm really allows us to cater some of our messages, to cater some of our teachings to be specific to you because we know the struggles you're going through. We've experienced them. We have clients that have worked through them and we've gotten past them. And so it's just kind of taking the idea of this podcast is to take the information that we've learned by working with companies like yourself um, and, and sharing that with you to help you kind of go through these struggles. So as far as, you know, kind of future episodes and, and things like that, give us some ideas on topics that you kind of envision us touching. I know you, you mentioned some earlier, but just kind of repeat some of those topics that are really, we're going to be touching on that are going to be really helpful to these firm owners. Well, I, I think uh, one of the things that I've seen across the board where where uh, is profitability enhancement. And the first place a lot of lawyers and small firms want to go to is they want to start cutting costs. And uh, it's been uh, my experience over hundreds of lawyers and law firms that yes, you can cut something a, a little here and a little there, but generally 95, 98% of your costs are, are costs that you can't really change. Uh, it is almost always new business. It's almost always revenues. And one of the things that I think that, that we can be involved in is, is the marketing side and helping develop uh, how to go about obtaining new business and, and uh, uh, in starting, you know, picking the low-hanging fruit, if you will, by, by focusing on your previous clients and so forth. So one area would be marketing and new business development. Uh, certainly that uh, you you might consider a starting point on just about anything is strategic planning because uh, you, you really have to know where you want to be uh, it's like it's like starting a, on a vacation you don't just get in the car pack the car and start driving and say oh well, where do you want to go <laughs> you, you you plan to where you want to be and you know where, what the destination is and then that enables you to say okay Here's the route we want to take and the things that we want to see along the way and the places that we need to stop and uh, who's going to be responsible for certain things and, and, and what kind of resources it's going to take. And that's a very simple um, analogy for strategic planning. But mm -hmm. for strategic plans to work, they, need to, they do not need to be 
drawer lining documents of, of 50 and 60 pages. Those things are, are uh, um, notoriously bad uh, drawer liners. And uh, the strategic planning that um, isn't used is the one that doesn't work. And in my next book, I've always threatened to say that the next one I'm going to, to write is strategic planning and why it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because, uh, because there are no champions involved in it. There's a lot of things that you have to have in place and how this has to work. And certainly there has to be a champion and a commitment and a dedication from the staff uh, as well as the ownership. So strategic planning would be another one of those kinds of things. Profitability enhancement, um, uh, new business development and so forth. These are, these are some of the core issues that they will be dealing with. Uh, firm you know succession and bringing on new people and, and looking at uh, uh, adding locations or uh, adding a partner or acquiring another lawyer these kinds of things and uh, are, are all part of um, of the experiences that we've all had either in operations and, and so forth uh, developing the CPA firms or in my case uh, um, you know bringing on new existing firms into um, firms that we're trying to to expand by by acquisition so there's a, a lot of pitfalls along in those things and there's a lot of areas in there that, that we can uh, be of help to you on um, so hopefully uh, let's see hopefully that's a, a, a pretty full plate for a while yeah, no, that should definitely fill our fill our uh, you know podcast schedule, and you know one thing that you mentioned, you take a strategic, you can have this big old strategic plan document, uh, but if that just sits on a shelf and never gets used, it's pretty much useless. And you know that's been our experience. We kind of take, and in this podcast is going to show that we take a new age approach. So we're not just recreating documents, taking one document, sending it to somebody else, and 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 knowing that this is going to have a success rate of. 20% or 25% because we know most people aren't going to use it. We take these ideas and say, okay, how do we make this simple? How can we implement this, make this simple for you to understand and get it on the board? So instead of building out a 200 page document, we might have that document, but we're going to have much more detailed, um, or much more simple steps to take to start implementing these things. And that's the idea behind this podcast too, is how can you walk away from every episode with an actionable item that you can put into place in your practice immediately. And so, you know, taking that kind of new age approach, not just creating a document, send it over and changing the name on it and send it to the next client. It's more specialized. So I think that's great. I'm really excited for kind of the, the things that we're going to be talking about. Um, Mike, like I mentioned, is part of our team here at, at Jetro and he's going to be, you know, heading up a lot of these episodes and really kind of deeping dives. So we're going to really kind of start to pick into his experience and, and be able to share that with you guys and, and with the hopes of helping you build your firm, grow your firm. And, you know, of course, the accounting and tax side is very important. We're going to be touching on things on how you can, you know, save thousands of taxes year after year and implementing strategies. There's tons of strategies that we can talk to you about with. And so those are just some of the kind of initial um, things that we're going to be talking about this episode. So again, just wanted to give you guys an introduction to Mike Hudkins so that when he's coming onto this, uh, onto these episodes, you know a little bit about his background and kind of where he comes from. So Mike, I appreciate you jumping on and um, we, will, we will see everybody on the next episode and look forward to you guys hearing more from Mike. Thanks a lot, Mike. Now, one last thing before I go. We created a Facebook group 
called Building a Successful Law Firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free, and you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's Building a Successful Law Firm group. I'll see you in there. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.